Fear of visibility is something that comes up quite a lot. So I thought I would devote a whole episode to talking about it. Let's start with the story. Up until, oh gosh, I was around 25, I was painfully shy and still feel that sometimes, especially at a party or a social event where I feel exposed, I don't know anyone and it's it's, it's a smaller group. Even though I can stand in front of a, a very large audience, very small audience, very large audience, and I can speak and have no problem with it, uh, especially probably in a social event or a party and that mingling, I can sometimes feel a little bit shy and people are often uh, surprised when they talk to me one-on-one. Now, I managed to get through the whole of my time in school without ever having to stand up and talk and talk in front of the class. I would usually get sick so I would miss my turn or luckily for me I had a W at the start of my surname Wilson when I was little and uh, with a large class size there were often 30 or 35 kids in the class by the time it got around to the W's in the list usually the teacher had lost interest and had moved on to another topic so I got through high school and primary school without ever having to stand up and talk in front of the class. I then moved into architecture. I studied that in in university, which is college, and uh, we had to make models and designs and of designs of our homes, uh, your homes and buildings, and we had to present it. And I really hated it. And when I got my first job, I had to deliver training. And I'd moved away from architecture. I'd moved into a photography field, which had a, well, I helped form a training department. It was quite a big organization and I loved the training, but I remember I was really excited about the content of the training, but I was so nervous. I remember the very first time that I delivered, I had to actually sit down at the desk to deliver it. There was only four people there because I was so nervous. However, I soon discovered that While delivering training, I was filled with energy. It really did energize me. And so over time, my confidence grew, especially as I started to get get results and good feedback from my speaking. And it became less about me and more about the people I was helping. So let's get really blunt. Fear of visibility is related often to fear of success or fear of failure. It's another label and could be considered the same as perfectionism or procrastination. It's just another label for fear of success or fear of failure or fear. And it could be considered the same as perfectionism or procrastination or any other type of fear that you have. There's nothing unique about visibility to manage it. If we use the same techniques we would use with any other type of fear. Now remember, fear is there to keep you safe. It stops you putting yourself in a place where you might fail or be criticized or even in a place of success where then you have to deal with that complication of success. Here's the trick, and it's not really a trick, but don't try and fight the fear. Don't resist it. Come to a peaceful understanding, almost a friendship with fear, with what it's trying to protect you from. from. And so now when I feel that fear... It's usually a good sign that, oh, this is, this mean this means there's something, you know, I really, this is really important to me. And so instead of resisting it, I'll give it as much space as it needs. 
It might take a little bit of breathing to do that, but give it a bit of space, be conscious about it and allow it to be there and you'll watch it soften. When we resist something, that saying when we resist persists, it's true. When we resist it, it energetically grips into us. And so if you give it space, you give it allowance, it's suddenly going, oh, okay, all right, I've got, I've got her attention. Now, if you Google fear of visibility, nothing is going to come up that's really going to help you. It'll Okay, there's lots of great tips there on how you treat it, but it's all just a conscious approach, you know, that feeling that's a conscious problem that you have. And if you just think hard and practice enough, you'll get over it. But what happens is that fear is not based in that front part of your brain, that prefrontal cortex, where you know it's ridiculous to feel like that and you're aware of you doing it. But visibility or that any type of fear comes from that below the waterline unconscious reaction. It's your deep buried beliefs or perhaps there was some you know, small t trauma where you stood up at school and were laughed at. They may not have even been laughing at you, but you took that that way. For example, how many of us were told something like, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all, or children should be seen and not heard. Now, if you hear these things often enough as we're growing up, we'll put it into our brains at a subconscious level and it'll be embedded there and hard to move unless it's removed at a subconscious level. And no amount of willpower or trying to treat it by sheer you know, pushing through is going to shift that fear. So we can't treat a problem like fear of visibility with only a conscious mind when the issue is subconscious. So what might be the cause of your subconscious fear of visibility? Can you allow it to be there? Can you give it space? Sometimes, and it sounds crazy, but sometimes if you can comfort it like a frightened child, you'll find that it calms down because it just wants to be noticed so that you'll take action on it. In my academy, we talk about this sort of thing all the time and I get my students, my clients to practice and to, to, well, to look below that conscious, to give it space, but then also to practice visibility within the safe context of the academy. And I often talk about the first step towards overcoming a fear is self-awareness. And the things you hold in your subconscious is not your fault, but it could be so deeply embedded that you never find the cause of why you have fear of visibility. And that's okay. It could have been planted there well before conscious thought. And there are certain techniques, techniques that can help bringing that out. But often it's just a matter of being aware of it and giving that fear space. I do certain heart coherence and grounding work and I've done episodes on this before where I learn to ask questions, myself questions like, hmm, where is this fear coming from or where did it start? Then I can begin to get answers through memories I've not accessed before. However, please hear me. Don't tie yourself up in knots trying to get answers. The important thing is you making your subconscious feel safe. So you do not need to overcome the fear of visibility. Did you hear that? You don't need to overcome the fear of visibility. You just need to be aware of the discomfort and tell yourself, I am safe. And tell the fear, I am safe. Or rather, you are safe. If you can, dis if you can disassociate from that fear, even better. Give it space, give it compassion, Give it more space, be aware of the discomfort and tell it it's okay, I've got this. So the next step in the process after self-awareness is taking 
action on this in a small way. For example, if you thought of doing a live video, and there's lots of platforms that do that now. I think almost every social media platform allows you to do that. If that's too fearful for you right now, what you can do is film a video on your phone first. Quick video and upload that. That gives you a chance to practice first. Another tip I do is I have a Facebook group where I'm the only member in it. This is a really good uh, tip for those of you who want to practice and, and are not sure about all the technology as well. So I've set up a Facebook group where I'm the only person in it. Now, I hardly use it anymore. Actually, I rarely use it now. But when I was starting out on social media, I would go in there and record lives in there and practice pushing all the buttons and getting it right. And then I'd go and look at it and delete it and do it again. And guess what? No one saw it except me. So that's just a great way to practice. So that's about taking action. Now, one of my students had a deep, deep rooted fear of visibility and through working with her, I encouraged her to do some live videos and look, her resistance was so deep. But now, now she does them all the time. Sometimes all it takes is a safe mentor, a coach or a friend to encourage you and give you the confidence to take action because you know they have your back. And sometimes if we step out without protection around us, it can feel even more scary. So you can see I've wound here a bit of a process. Allow the fear to be there. Give it space. Then when it, you can feel it loosen its grip because it's acknowledged, you then take action. Right, take some action in practicing being more visible, maybe doing a live, maybe posting an ad, posting a picture of you, posting, uh, updating your bios. And the third area is, well, it's always for me, is taking the lead. If you want to grow your business, if you want to be a leader of yourself, of your business, even a brand leader, a niche leader, a thought leader, you've got to be visible. If people don't know you're there, if you're not putting things out, if they don't, you aren't going to get anywhere. No one knows that you were there. And once you can get to that stage and you and it drops into you, get that download of, oh my gosh, this is not about me. This is about the people I'm serving, the people I'm reaching. Then you will get the love, the passion, the vision or the peace around what you were doing in terms of visibility. Think about it. People can be helped by what you have to offer them. People can be helped by what you have to make for them or create for them or do for them. Keep telling your fear. I see you, I acknowledge you, it's okay, you are safe and it will be okay. Now, some personality types struggle with fear of visibility more than others. Usually the ones that struggle the most are heart makers and peacemakers and the least are passion makers and vision makers. Passion makers have the least worries, then vision makers, then heart makers and finally the peacemakers. So let's break it down a bit. Heartmakers and peacemakers, you tend to be more introverted and do not like all that pressure of being visible. Uh, you, you love people, but you don't crave that center stage or the limelight. So be aware of that. And we're not asking you to change your personality because there's nothing worse than seeing an introvert trying to be an extrovert in the limelight. It just doesn't work. And you will find that's very, very exhausting. 
Passion makers, you love the spotlight. And unless you're struggling with some subconscious trauma, uh, you know, that might impact your visibility, your ability to be visible, you love it. Right? Usually visibility is not uh, not such a problem. And vision, vision makers, you sometimes have a visibility problem because you focus on the results and you might question what all this visibility might do for you. And also you have usually a very strong ego and think you can do without it. Now, if you're going live or you're posting something that makes you feel very vulnerable, remember that there will always be someone who needed to hear that today. And look, I've lost count of the number of times when I've posted something that I, look, I instantly want to take it down for fear of criticism or ridicule. And then one person will contact me and said, thank you. I really needed to hear that today. Who can relate? You often post things and especially on social media and think, oh, I need to bring that down. Don't because they'll probably, the more I find the more nervous I am, it's the more people needed to hear it or the, the more there was someone out there who really needed to hear it. And that's changed everything for me. So I do everything now for that one person. Facing the fear was absolutely worth it. So don't try and reach for no fear. That slogan, no fear, that hashtag no fear is actually quite ridiculous because if we didn't have fear, we'd kill ourselves. We'd burn ourselves on the hot stove every single day. We need fear. It's a, it's a primal survival technique. What we need is an understanding of what it's there for and how to lead it rather than react to it in a way that's going to cause us to freeze or, or flee or, you know, be, be, be scared. So instead of reaching for no fear, what I reach for is excitement or goosebumps because some things we're just excited about and that they have a lot of power in them. When you're excitement for, excited for something, go with it. That's part of being in the flow as well. Sometimes when it's combined with fear, I like to call it goosebumps. So it's like you have that nervous sort of, oh my gosh, this is, this is cool, but this is scary. And that's what goosebumps are about. So I look, I honestly wish I could have a magic wand to get rid of your fear of visibility. But it's one of those fears that really is just there to keep you safe. And if you understand that, you'll realize it's okay. So next time you're afraid to pull yourself out there, to press live on that phone of yours, to post a video, to post a comment, to put yourself out in the world, whether it's as small as a, as a photo or it's as big as a program and a launch, I want you to remember that fear, we need fear. It keeps our, it, it reminds us how important this thing is and it reminds us that, well, we're alive but you're the leader of that brain. So make sure your brain feels safe and provide a safe container and also be a part of a community that will keep you safe. My Academy, I'm I'm like a mama bear when it comes to making it a safe place for people, a safe container to practice being visible. So if you'd love to know more about My Academy and about my safe place for practicing visibility and every other part of your business, do put your name on the wait list. It will be open shortly for enrollment. I hope you enjoyed this. I'd love to hear how you go with overcoming that fear of visibility. I'll see you tomorrow. Hey, can you do me a favor? I've got three things I'd love you to do. Number one, pause and hit subscribe right now. Then number two, share it with someone you know that needs to hear this. And number three, 
go and write me a review. Yeah, it's a bit of a hassle to go find what to do, but it's really worth it to get the message out. And then finally, set a goal to go for a daily walk and listen to this podcast. Because the faster we can share this message, the greater the benefits. Thanks for listening and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.